Welcome to Recovery His Way. I'm Tom Reynolds, host and director of His Way, and we're on the campus here in Huntsville, Alabama. And today I'm delighted to be doing something I've never done before, which is to interview our guest, who is my son, Andrew Reynolds. So Andrew and I have known each other, I guess, about all your life. Um, and uh, you've been involved with this program for a while. And so uh, I kind of wanted to hear your story. I think it's always been interesting. I know our listeners have always appreciated hearing the story of why you know Christian people choose to get involved in something like this and what the benefits or experiences they have are. And so you certainly have been passionate about this for a while. And so I wanted to kind of have you share your story. So I guess to begin with, maybe um, give us um, a little background on just kind of your spiritual journey, kind of what brought you up to where you're at today. Yeah, so obviously you've known me for about 35 years. That's right. Coming up on 36. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so um, I was obviously I was a preacher's kid because I was your your child. Mm-hmm. Um, so about that was about twenty five years of my life or so, mm-hmm. um, and then the last ten or so you've been involved with his way. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, being a preacher's kid was um, it had its goods and its bads, um, pros and cons, I guess. And then um, you, I would say that. Um, the benefits of being a preacher's kid was um, I knew where I was going every Sunday. I knew where I was going to be on Wednesdays. I, <laughs> I kind of knew my schedule of life and that I was going to be plugged in with the church. Um, so in some ways that was good. Some ways it's bad because you don't you don't get to choose it. It's just kind of part of your life, your ritual of, of your week. And um, so I when I got involved with His Way, I saw these guys— um, that didn't have that at all. And I thought that was cool that they were finally, they were searching for it. And so uh, that was something that was kind of unique um, compared to my life story um, is church was just there. It was always going to be there. Um, but at some point in my life, I had to choose it for myself. Um, I think about the time, uh, some of the pivotal points of my life would have been um, eight, 18 years old, uh, when you and mom went through a divorce, mm-hmm. um, that was a pivotal point of my life where I had to um, to rely on God and to um, decide how I'm going to react to this. Um, obviously, that's a traumatic experience for a teenager to go through. And, and so um, you have to decide how is this going to impact my life? And for the most part, I feel like I did pretty well through it. I didn't make any rash decisions and didn't uh, move out of the house or, you know, I did go off to college. So that was um, a time where I was going to experience some different things. But um, I think for me, the impacts it had on me was um, I didn't uh, feel like I was able to be the person I have always been. I felt like I was not myself in college. I I struggled, uh, you know, opening up to people and uh, being the person that I felt like God had made me to be. So I felt like that was a difficult time for me because it was hard for me to make friends and uh, build relationships just because I felt much more introverted than I had ever been before. Um, so I think I I probably, you know, I was playing golf in college. So I've, I, I spent a lot of time at the golf course to myself and practicing and different things like that. So um, 
I felt like it was it was a difficult time because I didn't feel like I got what I expected out of college. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everyone that goes to Harding University seems to come out married, and that wasn't my experience because it was difficult for me to meet meet different girls and to um, socialize as much. So, um, so I ended up moving away from Harding, and then went to Nashville for a little while. And, and then I was still kind of, I was searching for a career path and um, I was working in the golf business a little bit. And um, I came back to Huntsville. I was working in golf some here too. And um, just never really could figure out where I wanted to be. I knew golf wasn't for me because it was, it involved a lot of gambling and working on Sundays and drinking and cussing and all this kind of stuff that wasn't uh, my lifestyle. So I, I knew I didn't really fit in with that environment. Um, so I had to find my way. And one of the things that um, I applaud you as a father for was uh, that you, you were always there to kind of guide me through it but you weren't ever trying to force me in any certain way. So I appreciate that because it kind of helped me to maybe struggle through it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, you like, if I had questions or I needed some advice, you were there for that, but it wasn't ever pushing me, you know, I want you, I, I need you to go to Harding or I need you to do this or that, or this career path or anything. It was always kind of figuring it out for myself and, mm-hmm. And so I got the opportunity to work in kind of in the defense industry uh, with Torch Technologies. Um, and that, that really opened the door for me to, uh, to get involved with um, that aspect of the industry in Huntsville more so and give me a lot more career opportunities, um, which has been a blessing to me for sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, at some point, you know, you uh, got involved with His Way. Um, yeah. I know obviously... You were involved with it kind of because you're involved with me. I mean, that was yeah. my journey. And so you'd been engaged with that and probably around it even. I don't know how much you felt connected to the bridge group when I was doing that. But at least you knew that I was involved in this and all that type of stuff throughout your growing up to some degree. Yeah. Um, but then obviously you chose in various ways to intersect with his way. Maybe you could share about kind of what your intersections were and, and how those things impacted you and kind of have you know, contributed to your ongoing growth. Yeah, so at one point um, in my career in Huntsville, I was kind of, I was searching for jobs. I think I had left the golf business and the opportunity was to work at the thrift store, the very first thrift store we've had on University Drive and kind of managing that with Larry Rice. And so that was an opportunity to kind of get to know what what his way was all about. Obviously, I was working in a different aspect of it, but um, was able to interact with uh, many of the guys and stuff like that. So that that's what got me interested in it. Um, there was a, a gap after that because, you know, I, I started, I got married, had kids. And so I, I guess I got away from being involved as much uh, during that period of my life. But, um, but then got brought back around to it in the last few years. Um, one of the things that I think of as a kid that kind of led me to have this uh, passion for um, for being involved in people's lives like I am now is uh, seeing you and mom 
um, involved in people's lives like that, doing counseling and different mm-hmm. things. And, you know, one of the things I think about is, um, is your interactions with um, people in uncomfortable situations like funeral homes and um, hospitals and things like that, where you're really uh, ministering to people that are really hurting. And so I, I, I think that's what stands out to me is seeing that as a kid really helped me to develop that as an adult. I don't know why, it just occurred to me that, you know, one of the interesting things, I remember your mom's and my first date mm-hmm. was going to the hospital to see my grandmother, my grandfather, right before he died. Mm. And then I think someone's on my first date was going to a funeral home. So <laughs> so apparently I'm into that. I'm not sure what that means. But, uh, so I'm, I'm into taking people to uncomfortable places. I guess so. <laughs> um and, you know, so obviously part of it was getting involved with the thrift store when we first started that. And I know you and Larry did a great job of helping to get that momentum going. And, and the thrift stores are a great place to get engaged with his way, you know, kind of um, just kind of on, alongside of the guys. So not yeah. directly confronting the guys, but kind of alongside them, getting to know them, getting to know their story and kind of working alongside them. And, and kind of that becomes a great way to feel, do I fit in here? Do I connect with these guys? Is this something I would want to get more involved in? And so you had kind of that experience, which helped you kind of at least take some of the stigmas away. I mean, there's a lot of stigma involved with mm-hmm. addicts and that kind of thing. So, you know, kind of come alongside of them where you're not kind of just diving in head first, but you're kind of working alongside them and get to know them. They become people to you. They yeah. become a story that you know, mm-hmm. and you can find out you know, how do I fit in this and that kind of thing, which then brings you about around later on mm-hmm. to some of the things you have gotten involved with. So yeah. maybe you could share about that. You know, we, um, for those of you who aren't aware, um, Andrew on Wednesday night has been leading our table talk fellowship with the guys on Wednesday nights here, um, and doing an outstanding job. And it's really been made a huge difference. Certainly, uh, it's um, made our Wednesday night program kind of the, one of the highlights of the week and for the guys. Um, but maybe you can kind of share how that came about, how you got involved at that level. And I know it's been more than that in terms of being involved with the guys personally as well, but I'm sure yeah. this is that. So like you were just talking about with uh, being involved with the thrift store, I got I was the one to go pick up the donations, but I would have a guy or two come with me that was from his way. And so they would get in the truck with me and we'd be a little awkward, you know, this guy might've just come out of prison or, but we get to talking about their lives and um, getting real real in depth about who they are and how they ended up where they're at. And I think that's kind of um, stood out to me as really key to recovery is sharing with each other in community. And um, and so, so we were doing, so just to backtrack a little bit to, how I got first started was uh, a friend of mine, Matt Reynolds, reached out to me saying he wanted to get involved. He had an idea of doing some uh, CrossFit workouts um, with the guys up here at the program. And at the time I was, you know, I, I like to work out some, but CrossFit's a different level of working <laughs> out. So I, re- I learned real quick that this is uh this is not in my league, but you know I'll do it once a week and feel sore for a few days and and then do it again <laughs> right. next week. So we did that for a little while and uh, we did that probably about a year. We had several guys that really took to it and uh, did great things in fitness and you know still active in fitness and uh, ones in the military and so it's it's really neat to see what 
what that did in their lives, just just the impact we had on that short period of time with this crazy idea. And um, so, but that kind of faded away. And I feel like things have kind of come and gone in, in God's timing. And um, so we did that for a while. And then when people stopped coming, we would come into the house and uh, sit down and talk with them because we our ministry wasn't about fitness. It was about building relationships. And so we, we didn't want to lose that even if, they didn't want to work out, we'll come sit there and talk with them. So some of the best, you know, best conversations I've had were just late at night, sitting on the couch with these guys in their house and, you know, getting to know them. Um, But then uh, we started doing a coffee, coffee shop ministry, kind of meeting over at Angels Island Coffee once a week, Wednesday nights before church um, for about an hour. And I, the idea there was to try to get guys from the church to come meet with the guys from his way. So we kind of try to intersect the two. And it was just, you know, drinking coffee, sitting at a table, getting to know each other. There was no agenda involved, just opportunities for people to talk. And so we did that for a good while. And then um, COVID came around and um, kind of mix things up. So we had to kind of figure things out. I know his way had to kind of adjust and couldn't go to Central anymore on Wednesday nights. So he had to kind of make new plans. And so we kind of mixed uh, the coffee shop and church um, and then started doing the um, Wednesday night class. And obviously you, you call it table talk and that's pretty much what it is. But it it's kind of a unformatted, unformatted um, class that we started and the, and kind of the format is um, mostly um, I'll, I'll kind of lead it off with a topic for the night and usually have some visual um, media kind of stuff. So we got, we usually have a video um, we'll have some, you know, Bible stories or um scripture to go along with it. Um, but the idea really is to make sure that there's conversation happening around the table. Uh, we try to mix up the groups so that guys aren't sitting with everyone they already know. Um, and then also trying to bring in people from the outside to get involved. So we've, we've gotten some groups from different churches in the town come in, try to have like one guy from each in each group that can kind of lead them off and, and make sure conversation still flowing. But I've always had great feedback from it. I've, one of the neat things is thinking about uh, just the relationships have been formed around that table. And we've been doing it for probably nine, 10 months now. And, and I know we've had some heartache and losses at the program, but everyone always talks about those conversations they've had with those people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I remember going to a funeral home and some guy was, we just lost a guy and, and some of the experiences he, he referred to were, uh, you know, the conversations he had around the table with, with those guys. So That's great. Yeah, it's been, a, I mean, the guys really seem to enjoy it. I seem to look forward to it. Um, it's been a great avenue to get other churches involved. You know, I know um, the church you're involved in, Central, have come in and taken stints. And then a lot of those men have continued on and they just keep coming. It becomes a part of their Wednesday night. Yeah. ministry to be involved here. And I really hope other churches, you know, will do the same that we can get down the road 
and get other churches engaged. I know you took a, a season off for a while, yeah. let another church kind of come mm-hmm. in and, and drive the um, agenda. Mm-hmm. But even doing what you do, you could have guys in different churches come be a part of those small groups and be a part of those discussions as well. Yeah. It becomes a great way. One of the real visions of his way long ago was that various churches coming together mm-hmm. united over mm-hmm. this one cause of helping to bring hope to the hurting. Yeah. Um, you know, it's starting to happen through that and through your efforts, you and Matt, what you're doing with that on Wednesday nights. So that's been a great um, blessing. Um, and I appreciate what you're doing. You do a great job. It's been interesting because we got a, you know, um, Mike Ross came on as our new program director who didn't know you, you know, necessarily. And he would, even though he didn't know how we were related, he would come in and tell me, man, Andrew, it's a great job. And have, tell me how great of a teacher you are and stuff like that. And I, well, he did learn from the best. <laughs> but anyway. Well, and I'll say this um, about that. It's when you asked me to do that, I mean, it was out of my comfort zone, but one of the things that you've always told me is when you're uncomfortable, that's going to produce growth. And so I felt like I, you know, I, I didn't want to say no. Um, and I knew, I knew we, we needed to do something different. And it was, it was just kind of God pushing us into a different scene. And, and one of the, Matt and I's vision for being involved with this program is trying to be in front of as many guys as we can. And now we're in front of all of them. And it's given us opportunity to meet more guys, impact more lives, um, you know, plant more seeds in people's lives. And so it's it's been a great blessing to us. And I mean, we we tell the guys this all the time, but it's I mean, hopefully we're a blessing to them. But we feel like they're just as much of a blessing to us. Well, it kind of leads into the next thing I was going to ask you about, you know. You've obviously done a number of things to be involved, but one of the things is just even coming to graduations and things like that on a pretty regular basis. We have them every Sunday night, um, once a month, every once a month on Sundays, and uh, you come out. And a lot of times, you know, you brought um, your family out. I mean, your um, our two little granddaughters, mm-hmm. and uh, as well as your wife, mm-hmm. um, which some might stri- strike them as odd because I mean, here you got. Um, guys who generally are males with criminal backgrounds and stuff like that, and all of a sudden you're bringing, you know, um, five, six, seven-year-old kids out interacting with them. Um, I was interested in kind of why why do you do that? It makes sense to me that you would come, you know, because, but all of a sudden your wife's coming, your kids are coming, they're getting involved to some level with the guys as well. Um What's been the reason why you've done that? What, what do you think the benefits have been for your family? Yeah, so I, I started bringing them, one, to um, show them where I am on Wednesday night, where I'm, where I'm involved, what, what kind of ministry I'm involved in. Um, but also at the same time, I want them to see uh, me serving in, a, in this kind of ministry so they can hopefully uh, use that for their benefit one day. And um, have a heart for people and compassion. Um, so I wanted them to see that happening. Um, but uh, yeah, like if, if I'm gone on Wednesday nights, which I am every Wednesday night from usually 5.30 to, you know, nine o'clock at night. So I usually miss bedtime. Sometimes I'll catch them at the end. But, um, you know, I think it's important for them to know where I am, what I'm doing, that I'm being intentional with my time and, that I'm, I don't want, it's not that I want to be away from them, but I'm, I'm doing something that's going to fill me up and hopefully then 
will pass it on to them and kind of pour into them with uh, the ministry that I'm a part of. In bringing them out here, um, do you ever get nervous that they're kind of involved with kind of a sketchy group of people or do you ever get, do they ever feel um, scared? I mean, I know children can be very intuitive. You know, yeah. they very much know a sense of, you know, discomfort, you know, and they'll react to it. And they may not be able to verbalize it, but you'll see it and they can't sleep well at night or they, you know, have some disturbance going on within them. Yeah. Um, have, have you sensed anything or any other impact that it's had on, on your daughters just being out in this environment? Yeah, actually, it's been a positive experience for them. I've um, They've built some relationships with guys here and um, we prayed. We've, we've um, at night, we're praying for these guys that, Maybe it's a guy that we, their family uh, was impacted in a way where one of the guys um, passed away or whatever the situation is, but we're, um, they get to know the men um, kind of like I have. And once you, when you get to know them, it's a different experience. And um, I mean, we'll, one of my daughters or both of them ask about Ian uh, frequently. How is he doing? Can we talk to him? Um, and he's in the military, so we can't reach out to him. But um, it just shows that there's a connections have been made, and um, that it takes um, it takes them coming to them, but that they're there to reach out to them. So I think it's and it's important for the guys to see me bringing the girls there because I think um, yeah, some people would be a little nervous about that, but I think that says something about how comfortable I am with the men in the program that I will bring my kids to be around them, that I'm not scared of them. And um, I think that probably opens the door for guys to be uh, more open with me because I've been, I'm willing to do that for them. Right. And your life becomes a little more real, right? It's not just you. It's a yeah. wife, it's yeah, children. Yeah, they see it's, everything see about me. Yeah. Life, right? and, and to that point, um, I wouldn't, you know, if I didn't have the support of my wife and my kids to be a part of this, it, it probably wouldn't happen, you know, that, you know, that comes before this ministry, but um, with their support, they've been uh, allowed me to do a lot more with that time. And I mean, before it was CrossFit late at night on Monday or Tuesday nights and uh, different things that have pulled me away from them. Um, but I feel like my wife understands that I will be a better husband, a better father to them if I am involved in this. Good. Well, as you, I guess to wrap up, um, you know, people listening to us or watching the podcast, you know, maybe Christians who are out there who have, want to be involved. I mean, I, I've always been impressed that, you know, throughout my years of ministry, um, I think Christians really have a heart for being involved. And there's a lot of, a lot of times they get chastised at church for not doing more or those kind of things. But a lot of times the church hasn't always done a good job helping pave a way for them to do those things. And I think certainly his way is a great place for Christians to get involved. So I was just interested in what, you know, having done this yourself, what kind of advice would you give toward, you know, Christians who might be considering how could I get involved with his way or a ministry like that? Um, just to make a difference in people's lives, get involved with, um, you know, serving the hurting um, being available to those who are desperate mm -hmm. and helping to bring a message of hope to them. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of people out there in the church um, or just in the community in general that have felt the way I've, I felt before. And it's not that I wasn't, you know, I didn't, I did a lot of the right things. I was a, a I'm a father, a husband. I was working in a career you know, I was doing those things, but I still felt like something was missing in my life. Mm 
And I knew that God was pulling me a certain way, but I didn't know where it was going to be. But I think he was preparing me. So um, kind of going back to what we talked about earlier a little bit, uh, just kind of struggling in my career. Where, where do I fit in? And it, it allowed me to find patience um, and know that God is kind of working things behind the scenes that you, mm-hmm. that I'm not sure what's going to end up coming out of it yet. Um, so just to that point, I felt like um, I was missing something and I needed to find it. And it came and it's as odd because you were involved in it for many years before that. And but you never really pushed me. You didn't say, hey, you know, like, why don't you start getting involved up here? Um, Because I felt like you were always just you wanted me to find things for myself, which I appreciate looking back on it. Um, But it took a friend of mine reaching out to me saying and I think he probably already assumed that I was actively involved, which I I mean, I have been here and there, but not to the extent that we are now. Um, So it was was God kind of working in someone else's life to start working in mine. So it was kind of neat because, I mean, Matt and I go way back, but we we hadn't really had this close of a relationship in or ever, really. So. Uh, I would consider him one of my better friends now just because of what we've done in ministry together. But um, yeah, I would encourage guys that kind of can relate to what I'm talking about now to um, get involved with this program or any anything that's a positive thing like that. Um, but for me, it's, it's given me more sense of purpose in life and a direction and, um, and, and some of the, you know, best friends I've, I've uh, have now or people that either have been involved with the program or graduated or different things like that. So it just gives me a, a sense of community uh, up here. And then it has opened my eyes to what community should be like mm-hmm. in the church. And um, one of the things that I've kind of challenged uh, the church in a sense, I've tried to bring these guys to the church. Um, so we kind of did that through the Angels Island Coffee. I would pick up guys on Sunday mornings also. So they would come on Wednesdays and Sundays. And I just wanted the church to know how to interact with people that come from this background. Mm-hmm. And I think it has, you know, helped bridge that gap some. But we need we need more guys to be a part of it. So uh, one of the ways that we've talked about is, you know, coming up here on Wednesday nights and sitting around the table with them. Mm-hmm. Um, that I feel like that's where you really get to meet people is when you're talking sure. in smaller groups like that. So right. that's been really good. Good. Well, I appreciate all that you've done. You've certainly done a great job, and I'm looking forward to all the ways you and Amanda and um, your daughters are going to continue to have an influence here. And I want to thank everyone for viewing today and I encourage you that if you're interested in getting involved in His Way, um, certainly check out our website at hiswayinc.org and learn more about volunteer opportunities in this ministry. And Andrew, again, thank you for all the work that you've done to make a difference here. Thank you.